This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What was that? <laughs> that's Ramona, right? Oh, oh no, that's Brian. That's Andy. Oh, that was you? That's Roar! Better Roar! You, have a, you have a sweatshirt on that says Los Angeles Dimes. Oh, yeah. It's uh, my what bu- buddy Danny Hernandez. That's his. Uh, he trains all the quarterbacks. So okay. quarterbacks throwing dimes. So it's oh, nice. Oh, dimes. gotcha. Nice. He trains right. everybody. So yeah, let me cool. ask you two guys to weigh in on something that wow, we- Wow, this is loud. Were you sitting here, John? No, I wasn't. Okay. Yeah, Mason and I, we're both Why, deaf. a little loud for you? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bev Reed always comments on that. Yeah. Um, you guys go, made better you were at a game last night. Yes. And Andy, you go to a lot of games. The person directly, and you're sitting in the stands as a fan, the mm-hmm. person directly in front of you will not sit down. Oh. Okay, they're just standing the whole game. They're super excited to be there. At a game? So you have to stand to see the game. Uh, do you say anything to him? Do you tell him to sit down? How do you feel about it? After a while, you got to say something. Yeah. Uh, Westside Randall Man, when he showed up. Yeah, we did the dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but basketball, wait, is this what you guys were talking about? A Adele? Adele, Adele concert. Yeah. Okay, concerts are different because concerts, you're partying, you're having a good time. Basketball, there's stops. You start, right. you stop. Right. There's sometimes. Football is a little different because if you're sitting down low. Mason stands a lot at football games. As soon as Sam Lagana says, it's third down, I stand up. Yeah. I think, didn't Funk say he wants to avoid confrontation? Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Um, I Eventually, you got to say something. Actually, you know, this is funny. It's happened to me. At the House of Blues once. Right. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm, I normally never sit there. You never sit there. I just there. stand. I was in the area to the side where the balcony, like, yeah. where your seat's there. Yeah. Right. But I stood up because I was hammered and we we're having a good time. Sure. Guy behind me was like, hey, sit down. So I'm like, you know what? You're good. You know, why don't you get up and enjoy the concert? I said that. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. See, that's but confrontation. That's, yeah. But I was freaking Jack and Coke. What do you want? Right. Right. Yeah. Sure. I Andy, where are you at on this one? For me, a lot of it depends on do I have my kids with or my child. No, with they're me, not there. If you have kids with you. They're not there. Assume they're not. Um, 25 no. year old Andy. I, I don't think. I think if you're standing at a concert, you're standing at a sporting event, that's standard behavior. This yeah. happens yeah, that's a lot. That's what I think, too. Laker games behind the basket where the media sits, not where you sit, right. John, where we would sit, that happens a lot. Because- I was there for a lot of years, oh, back yeah, when exactly. I was doing sidelines. So right yeah. behind the basket, you see people that stand up a lot, people that are there only once in their life, and they're watching everything. I, this is what I would say, though, as, as a bit of a caveat. If you're one of the only people standing, yes. sit down, jackass. <laughs> like if if it's basically if you're the only one, three you're the other only people, one. sit down. I, okay, so I, I will tell you this. I said every time Sam Lagana says it's third down, we stand up. Who's and we? Your section one. or just you two? No, just us two. But and but, I've got we got every we're at the front of the section, so we're in the first right, row. But you're following. And orders. I said I say to one, you know what? I don't care if somebody behind us gets upset. I'm at a football game. I'm going to stand on Thursday. But you sit down afterwards. I sit down afterwards. Oh, that's what I say. A, you sit down afterwards. B, Sam Lagana just told you to stand up. Like he told the whole stadium to stand up. That's a really good point. Right. You you sit down after the play. You're good. Yeah, I sit down after. Right. But you're fine. But if you're at one of those events that people are like half of the stadium is standing the whole time. At that point, either stand yeah. up yourself or deal with what it. What about when everybody's standing and there's one guy yelling, sit down? And like, hey, All right, that no guy. Laura, Laura wants to weigh in on this. Laura, you yeah. said it depends on what? It depends on the event. Because Funchy, when he brought this up to me, I was like, bro, if I'm paying for a concert and I'm having a good time, I want to stand up. 
But the thing that made a difference for me was it was a residency in Vegas. So that's smaller. So I feel and? like that's smaller, different. a little more expensive. Yes. And? So for but me, it's like mean? if you're in the front and you're and Adele like, isn't exactly a rock concert. No. It's I'm more like you, a lot of ballads. The, don't tell this guy. He's like, go <laughs> eat. And he was like the only one doing that. Too. He was the only one. So that's I feel like. Uh, it, but you saw him. You saw how passionate he was. Yes. I mean, he's like crazy, crying and yes. You know, because I was at a I was at a J Lo Enrique Iglesias concert, and I've said that that. She wasn't great in that concert, but there Hater. was a song, whatever. There was a song that Did I really liked, and I was like, J-Lo. and I was like, ooh. So I was feeling it, right? And I was dancing, and there was like a group of six people that were hammered, so they couldn't get up. They were like, sit down. And I turned around, I was like, screw you. I paid for my ticket, and they didn't say anything exactly. else. Exactly. You know, but that's like at crypto. If you're too everyone's... hammered to dance at a concert, you're too hammered to be at a concert. Correct. Yeah, yeah. If you're too true. sober to be at a concert, you shouldn't be there. Exactly. All right, let me be... throw another one at you that came up on the show. Oh, wow. You sure guys day. stand by. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. You guys, I'll start with you on this one, Andy. You're running for governor of California, mm-hmm. okay? Mm. And randomly, TMZ walks up to OJ Simpson and they say, Hey, OJ, who are you voting for for governor? He goes, You know what? I live in LA. I've been listening to Amiken, Andy Kamenetsky on the radio. He's got a lot of good ideas. I would vote for Andy Kamenetsky. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ignore the endorsement? Do you denounce it? Do you say something else? How do you, you, you're at your first, your next press conference is, hey, Andy, did you hear OJ Simpson endorsed you? What's your response? Well, you got to be careful (laughs) about denouncing it too hard because it is OJ Simpson and we got to think about the reason that you're denouncing <laughs> oh, it in the first place. Yeah, that never, yes. we, we never, neither one of us was OJ. Like, yeah. You want to make sure you don't upset OJ too yeah. much in the yeah. process. Yeah, that's a don't good point. put him in a bad wow. mood. <laughs> but I think you say as little as possible. That's what Funch yeah. and Brian said. Better, what do you do? As little as possible. You're like, oh, cool. Wish him the best. Because you don't want to turn Do it. you wish him the best? Uh-huh. That, that, no, my, don't wish, wish him the best. best is my. All right, so Mesa's response was. Uh, O.J. Simpson is a murderer. I have no interest in his endorsement. Uh, don't listen to what him if you could about anything. Him? Well, I went there. He said he wouldn't want to talk to him. Yeah, I, right. I said I would. I would like to talk of to him. Of course you would. What would I, would I want to? Yes. What I would say, Beto, is... As long as there are no ground rules. Yeah, that was my that, yeah, yeah, that was my one condition never. was, was I'll, I'll, all I'm on the show, if I can ask him anything I want. Yeah. What I would say if they say, John, did you hear O.J. Simpson endorsed you for governor? I would say... Isn't O.J. Simpson a convicted felon? Can he even vote? But Uh, here's the problem with that, though. Then you're setting yourself up for the, well, do you believe that felons should be allowed to vote? Well, that is true. You are setting yourself yourself up up at that point. Um, By the way, my my issue with that is if they've served their time, I I would would, No, I totally agree. vote for that? Uh, yeah, no, you you can vote. No, now, right? I know you can. To me, the only felon. reason is I think you might some, be able to now. Some states, some states yeah. do, yeah. some, some states, states don't. Yeah. I, to me, the only reason you should not be allowed to vote as a convicted felon would be if the reason you went inside in the first place had something to do with like election fraud, fraud right, or something right. like that, like similar to yeah. how, but not like not murder. Murder's okay, huh? Yeah. <laughs> because once, should I be able well, to vote if, if I'm in prison? Yes, should if, I be able to vote? No. No, you once you, if you're in, in if you're in prison, you're considered outside of society anyway. But to <laughs> yeah. me, once you are back, That's a heck of a once show you, we got going on. Once you are, right? <laughs> we covered a lot of ground today. Oh, yeah. To me, once you are reinstituted as part of society, it's been decided that you are supposed to be re-ingratiating yourself 
it defeats the purpose if you don't allow people to re-engage Completely with society. Agree. Okay, wow. Completely all right, here's agree. the next thing. Mason made what I think there's more. was a very compelling argument as to why the Angels did what they did yesterday. I heard this. Mace, make the argument for people who didn't hear it before. Okay, so um, as long as those five guys, or six guys, I guess it is, get claimed, mm-hmm. it will put it will cut the Angels' payroll by $7 million. They will be under the luxury tax threshold, which means next year they won't go into the repeater tax, and it will be easier for them to make a run at Shohei Otani. I think you... You hit on the wrong part of this. Which is? Uh, hold on. All right, Beto, what do you think? Do you, I, I think what the Angels did yesterday was I mean, it's very, terrible luck. Was a very bad look, and I think it sent you, – you're friends with a lot of players like yeah. I am. I think it sends a message to players of, you don't want to play for that guy. Yeah, uh, it's just cut money, save money, and just being cheap. That's all it is. This, so this pipe dream of, oh, we can go after Otani? Get out of here. No, that. no, but here – okay, I'm reading from an ESPN There's report. There's no way. Okay, you're correct about dipping below the That's luxury tax. Is. No, no, dipping beneath the tax – would allow the Angels to recoup a second-round draft pick as compensation if Otani leaves rather than a fourth-round selection. This is the Angels acknowledging he gone. Interesting. This is them already preparing for the idea that he's out the door, so let's get a second-round pick as opposed yeah. to a fourth-round pick. But, by the way, baseball is... The baseball draft seven million is dollars the biggest crapshoot the- in it's the world. Right. There isn't million. that much difference between a second round pick and a fourth. Mike Piazza was a 73rd round sure. pick. But Mike, ra- Mike Trout was the 25th pick But you'd pick rather have something. a second round pick than a yeah, fourth sure, round pick. Sure, it is better to have the second. And se- do you think they did it for the draft pick purposes? Yeah. $7 million is not going to make the difference between getting Otani and no, not getting Otani. Think him. about this, though. If they go into the repeater tax, that makes Otani that much more expensive. Because you're going to pay an additional 30% surcharge on whatever True. you pay Otani. If if you are that committed to keeping Otani, particularly for the Angels, because you got to pay out the nose to give that guy any reason to stay, you're already in it, and you figure it's going to pay for itself. Jeez. It's about the draft. And by the way, if it's I'm... actually smart from Munition. Yeah, if I'm Lucas Giolito, if I'm uh, uh, Hunter Renfrew, any Thank of these you. guys, Matt Moore, any Appreciate of these guys, um, I'd be like, thank God. Well, yeah. Mace, not Mace made a good point here. earlier, though. You know those guys are all still playing for the Angels? They yeah. haven't been... They'll probably all get claimed tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, tomorrow's the day But like that Randall Gritchick, who is, has been put on waivers, hit a home run for the oh, Angels last night. Yeah. These guys are all good. I mean, the Dodgers really wanted Giolito. Oh, yeah. Not and the, <laughs> none of these guys are going to get to the Dodgers. Nope. They're no, no, the Dodgers third are, from the bottom no, and no, waiver no. priority. So, Beto, you were at the game last night. Yeah. It yeah. just seemed, by the way, did you see the Little League kids? Oh, yeah, they walk right by us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we looked up at them because those kids are huge. I know. There's a couple Louis, of Louis like Lappy looks like a major yeah. leaguer right yeah. now, yes, and he he's does. 12. Yes, he does. Somebody brought up, like, hey, man. What if he's the next Sean Burles? Remember that? Sure. Was sure. Number one pick. Well, he was, that, he was on the Long Beach World team that yeah, won the World yeah, Series in yeah. 1993. Son, yeah, that was a good one. But he's a big kid. It was cool to see the way that they got paraded around. They were on the field beforehand. Um, they took over like the Dodgers social media account, and then they put them in right field, those seats that sit right above the the fence, yep. where they have like the the benches and everything else for them. Show them on the screen every single time they show them. The That's screen, great. So, better. Let me ask you this: Last year, the Lakers won a hundred. Or Lakers, the uh, Dodgers won one hundred and eleven games. They were hands down the best regular season team. Th- they got worse. They let people go. That they let Justin Turner go for good. basically no reason. He's turned ah, out. He wanted two years. You don't give that thirty. Well, but he's been good in Boston. Right. Yeah, but but yeah, J.D. Martinez was J- an J.D. Martinez one year, okay. ten million. He's your neighbor, right? But here's my question: <laughs> They're twenty three and four in August. Damn good. How? 
They're they're fun to watch actually. Right. When you go there, I agree. We'll, we'll talk about this in the show, but there it's a there's a vibe there. It's that oh we didn't expect to be here. I mean right. nobody picked them to be, win the West. Everybody had the Padres, right? Yep, right. I did. And they're so many different players that came up in the beginning of the season, and they're just finding ways to get it done. Yesterday it felt like the Dodgers were. Going to smash the Diamondbacks. And the Diamondbacks are a playoff contending team right now. Right. It didn't even look Plus, like that was were... that was Merrill Kelly last night for the uh, for the Diamondbacks, who was like the All Star game. No, he was actually the I... the winning pitcher in the World Baseball Classic. Well, well, and then Zach Allen was the starter in the All Star game, and they lit him up the night before. Yeah, right. And they came in like winning thirteen to fifteen, and the Dodgers like. And Andy, the thing that surprised me the most is if I would have told you at the start of the season that Dustin May would. Get an injury, be out for the year. Tony Gonsolin, yep. injury, out for the year. Walker Bueller will not come back. Yep. Um, you somehow, with a cast of Clayton Kershaw and a bunch of 21-year-olds, need to find a way to win the division. How are they doing this? I mean, I think it's a combination of the NL is softer this year, so there was an opportunity that the Dodgers capitalized on. Yeah, but and, they're up 13 and a half games. Well, the other thing is... Crazy. I, and they're I, rolling people every night. Every night. I feel, that game was, was over last night in the yeah, second inning. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they believe in themselves. Uh-huh. And, and they also... Last year's team, it was easy for them to believe, you know what, we don't have to be in fifth gear all sure, the time. Sure, sure. This is a team that recognizes they have to be in fifth gear in order to win. Like, their fifth gear is faster than I think everybody expected. But I don't think most people thought they could get to this fifth gear. But See, Mace, I, I don't know how you can lose the pitchers that they lost, yeah. plus Trey Turner and Justin Turner, and still roll everybody like they're Freddie doing. Freddie Freeman it. and Mookie Betts, right? Freddie Freeman, they were there last year. Yeah, those two have been a story. They've been incredible. Yeah, I think we had this stat. It's probably not correct anymore, but it's it's close. That uh, if you take uh, Mookie and Freddie, their combined OPS is nine fifty. The rest of the lineup is seven hundred. So much of the production is coming like, from those first spots. They've been true MVP guys and. I think Kershaw has been better over the course of this season been, than expected. He's been great. Yeah, he was great, great again last night. night. Like, by Beto, I don't even know if you guys noticed at the game. In the fifth inning, he had allowed one okay, hit. John, yeah. you just asked me, like, how would I summarize it? They've been, you know, their sum has been greater than their parts, but their stars have come through this year. Yeah. yeah. Their stars just like have when been Mason's great. back. The, yes. You feel the stars. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> the station feels different when Mason's here. Show number uh, eight of the streak. Nine, what, what I think. Street? Nine? No, no, you're right. Eight. What's tomorrow? Will be nine. Fifty. He's going. He's going for fifty-eight shows. in a row. I bet him. A, I bet a hundred thousand dollars in mythical yeah. money. He can't laugh. do it. Oh, okay. Fifty-eight uh, consecutive shows. I already, shows. as the invoice guy who uh, put, who invoiced the day you stiffed me. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's, right. Let's see if this happens. Right. Fifty-six yeah. days. 58. 58 shows. Why fifty-eight? Because uh, that's when my next vacation days are. <laughs> no Not chance. until 58 Have days. Have you done no it this whole chance. time with no coffee? Last year I did... Uh, no, I'm back on the coffee. Okay. Oh, are you? Um, yeah, I did. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. Last year I did a 49-show streak. Hmm. Yeah, no. 49 consecutive hmm. games. I love the way you're talking about this like somebody on a cleanse. It is. <laughs> it's like, it's AC, like a reverse It's cleanse. like AC Green. Like yeah. We got to praise you for showing up to work. Yes, hmm. true. 58 straight shows. Yeah. If he does that, you got to praise him for it. That's yeah, impressive. Got to, I'm not doing that because he's not doing it. You've got well, to. Well, I bet a lot of money against it. So Jorge, by easy. the way, is sending me pictures last night of you guys in like the coolest spots and all of Dodger. Where'd coolest you take seats, him? all that uh, stuff. Second row. Yeah, second row. Second row. You got a guy? <laughs> oh, you know Hector Galvan. He, uh, he's a big Laker fan. He's just behind uh, the basket. You know him. He, he has great seats. And we had a fantastic time. Go ahead. Wait, I watched the game. If I was watching closely, would I have seen you on in the we second row right behind the next TV? To the, right next to the Diamondback dugout. 
So when they go oh, in okay. the well, where the photographers are at, right yeah. there. So we had a good time. We got to know the umpire uh, there, and we had, we had a real good time. The no, Dodgers. nice. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, interesting Briona's talk about your show. Interesting. Uh, what was, what was, okay. What was the thing that surprised you the most? Uh, don't worry. We we've heard. No, I, I don't. We've care. Been on the air for you know. Years. You know. I don't. I didn't care. realize how much he liked you. Uh, who? Oh, John Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's not to like? Who doesn't uh, like John Ireland? No, because everybody caters to Mason, and he was like, "Nah, John was just above and beyond super nice." I'm like, "Well, John's a nice guy." So what? What I always tell people that come work on the show is the key to making it all work is you need to manage Mason's moods and my schedule because those are the two biggest hurdles in the I thing. I think your schedule's hard, but Mason's moods have been. You would even admit this yeah, have been way better in the last five years than they were in the first oh, yeah. oh my god oh, yeah. the first we will five all years say that. we yeah. will all say that yeah the yes. world like Mason. it really isn't true <laughs> yeah it really isn't true yeah that was that was, well, that was jody, a joke you jody our that. old board up that was a joke she, jody jody ambrose who mason used to call jody armbrose <laughs> <laughs> um the joke, i love the jody. joke went how does mason screw in a light bulb he holds a light bulb and the world revolves yeah. around him i learned it all from john <laughs> <laughs> all right, have a great joke. show boys all right. all right have a good one guys coming up next for you Shadano and Cap with Andy Kamenetsky and the great Beto Duran. We'll see you tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Go for it. Go for it. Something. Get into that. Love boat. It's Sedano and Cap, Bethel Duran, Andy Kamenetsky. In with you as they are still enjoying their well-deserved vacation. They'll be back after Labor Day today. It is Bethel and Andy, and we're having fun. You were on with CY yesterday? I was on with CY yesterday. How'd that go? I haven't heard the podcast fun, yesterday. We had a good time. Should I go back and listen to the podcast? I would go back and listen to the <laughs> podcast. I thought it was a fun show. There was a YouTube component. So I was watching a little bit. Uh, then we went and took off. So today we have uh, producer Lindsay. We have Funch. Oh, no, Funch left. Forget no, him then. Funch was in the other show. Uh, and Laura is here, so we're going to have a good time here till 7 o'clock. No, uh, no interruptions, just you and I, and we're in the back trying to figure out what we're going to do today. They realize, you know what? Let's just do whatever we want to do. Oh, if you didn't hear actually yesterday's show, th- no, this didn't. turned into a big debate during the course of uh, our three hours yesterday. Which was how would you how would you frame this, Laura? Uh, this came. This was Matt Burke. Oh, we- I- I'm gonna dump that. 
So now he doesn't want his name out there. Oh. Right. Okay. Okay. So, okay, let's just move Laura, on. Then. It was let's important not... that you told me this. Let's just well, yeah. move on. Right, so last night I went to the Dodger game. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Bam, ba dum, bam. This is Laura. Put yesterday's business in the streets today again. Oh, but don't say who it is. Punch is back. Punch is back. All right, let's move on. I went to the Dodger game yesterday. It's okay. Nobody knows that we said that. Okay, good. Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows. Punch, are you going to stick around or are you leaving? Oh, he's right. out. Bye. <laughs> he Get gone. He's like, I already worked. What no, you because about? I needed a pick on that dude because I got some issues with him. But anyways, how you feeling, Andy? Feeling good, man. I got my fantasy draft in about three hours. Okay. I'm going to be doing it actually from here because I don't have time to go anywhere after okay. the show. Our draft begins at seven. All right. So I got a lot of stuff coming on. I mean, we're getting into the Dodgers. We're getting into a little bit of the Lakers stuff and everything else. But I got a lot of issues, a lot of dilemmas going on this week. And it all popped up today. So... Uh, first day, my daughter went back to school, so she's in eighth grade. So that was like the mo- she goes to school in Long Beach. So they're one it of the- took that long. Yeah, it was good actually. We had to do some stuff. So okay, LAUSD goes earlier than like I said. She goes to school in Long Beach, so they today was her first day, and I realized that she's um, an eighth grader. Some of mm-hmm. the conversations that we had with her. Are we on YouTube today? Was there a YouTube component? If there isn't, there is a YouTube component, I believe. Because like, if we're not on YouTube, then I'm not gonna like open up my computer. I don't need all that. Ah, uh, yeah, the- okay, we are. There we go. There we go. All right. So we are in. Oh, what's up? What's up, people on YouTube? How are you doing? All right. So you got your fantasy draft, right? You do it online. Who's in this draft? Uh, my brother, some friends of mine from college, some people I met through these friends. Uh, we've been, this is this is the league that we've been doing now for about 20 years. Okay. So it's a real one. So yeah. you guys started back when there was paper. Yeah. Somebody had to keep track every single week. We were online, but it required much more doing to put ourselves online. All That's right. what I would say. So you used to, somebody would have to, well, put on it this Monday, way. figure out what's going on. You had to call in and write in your, your lineup, right? This is how I would frame it. Yeah, we did have to write it down, and then the commissioner of our league would have to manually enter it yeah. online for us. We've been doing this for so long, I'm pretty sure Keyshawn was on one of my teams. <laughs> That's I, how long we've done I, this. I know this. So I started fantasy in the 90s, mm-hmm. back when uh, my old boss Scott Grivy was like, here, here's his fantasy football thing. I'm like, I don't even know what fantasy football is, bro, but I'll do it. Uh, I remember having uh, Dorsey Levins on my team. Wow. Yeah, I, I think Wayne Corbett was on my team. So we used to turn in the paper on Friday – and, you know, there was no email back then, so you'd have to turn in the paper, you had to go to him, give him that, and then on Wednesday, we'd find out an answer of what's going on. Is there, is there another microphone on in there? I think so, because we hear Matt Burke over here. So, yeah. He's uh, just loud. Uh, well, yeah. He doesn't need a mic. Yeah, exactly. Let's yeah, get he's out of here. just loud. So that, that's the fancy, the evolution of what's going on fancy. I know a lot of people are having their fancy drafts this week, so it's good that you have that right there, right? And you used to complain you're like, no, no, that guy got another yard, right? Because if you would get the USA Today or the LA Times, the stat, that's when newspapers, you still needed them for the stats. Yeah, I mean, we, okay, we have not been doing it so long ago that it was like true rotisserie league, yeah, like yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. with a pencil and eraser and just like an unfathomable amount of math to do. We, we were doing this in the online age. Oh, you but, did the online right, age. Right. Yeah, so like, I've been doing it for like 30 years. Then. Wow. I guess. It was in the early 90s, 2000s, something like that? I was actually looking up up our league, the site that we use, it actually has the history of the league. Wow. So I was going back to see if my team name that I was thinking about 
which I can't say on air, <laughs> if it's ever been used before. But because of that, I was going through different ones, and I saw that I, I believe the first year of this league was 2001. Wow. Either 2001 or 2000. So that's when you – yeah. Yeah. So that was a big controversy in my league. We're going to do our draft on Sunday. It's like, which uh, server do we use? And we had to vote on that. That's very important, You too. know what's funny, actually, is the rest of – the majority of our league wanted to switch – we're, we're currently on CBS, CBS okay. Sportsline. The majority of our league wanted to switch to either ESPN or Yahoo, which the consensus was better than CBS. Uh -huh. But two guys in the league decided that they preferred to stay with CBS. And CBS, at least at the time, I don't know if it's still the case, they were the only ones that charged. They wanted to be with CBS so badly, they said, we will pay the fees just to keep us on CBS. It was yeah. like, damn, dude. <laughs> so in our league, we had a discussion of either ESPN or Yahoo. The votes were split, six and six. The tiebreaker was the Women's World Cup final. <laughs> so England got one. I mean, whatever team, Spain got one team, and uh, whoever they played got the other team. So this is what was going on. This is how degenerate a league that I'm in. And this is just my friend. We all vote. Uh, we all uh, uh draft in person this is an in-person draft because the trash talking has to get going and we only see each other once a year so there's even some there's a the what's up is going on crazy and we invited some people that didn't know what what's up was and they've now had to download it and they really shouldn't have because you can send what's up stickers and you know your kids get your phone and you shouldn't be having that good stuff anyway so that's what is going on uh yesterday went to the dodger game um let's just say that when you go to a dodger game right now there's a vibe there's an energy at the stadium. Good vibe? Oh, fantastic vibe. I realized, maybe it was the heat wave yesterday. And yes, I am inside the studio today because of air conditioning. I volunteer to work. Dude, you were here all day. <laughs> like I said, you were like, you were the radio equivalent of a squatter. I really was. Yesterday, so the reason- Hopping show to show just to take advantage of the AC. AC. And because it was too, so here's the, the thing. In the studio, it's colder than in the back in our bullpen area. So I came over here. So yesterday I hold it, hosted a workout for Golden Boy promotion. We have a fight coming up next week and in two weeks from now. And it was a media workout here in downtown L.A. So I had to be here. I'm like, but then they changed the time on me. So I came into the studio early for the AC because I didn't want to just be waiting around. So I'm like, let me just infiltrate Travis with Sliwa. I took over that show for about an hour, right? No problem. Then I went and did the work, came back. And Jorge Briones, who I took to the Dodger game, he still had three hours of work to go. So I went and hung out with Mason in Ireland because the AC. And then Jorge wasn't done working. So spent like, a little time with me and CY. I, I spent some time with you and CY. I, I became the man manning the YouTube chat. And I was trying to like filter some people out of there. Man. Well, you also, at that point, you justify you know, asking for parking. <laughs> you, you did some work that day. <laughs> You know, getting a validation. Oh man! You put in work. You put That's in. Funny. You put in the equivalent work of a show. Yeah. You essentially did like three, three hours. cumulative hours I, yesterday. You're, you're, you know, you're right. I did do three hours yesterday, which should be a, gratis. A, by the way, uh, there ain't, no, ain't no gratis in Duran Sports. There is no gratis at all. You're an invoice for yesterday. Heck yeah, I'm an invoice. Wow. Wow, now, that is bold. Because you just told me that I did three hours. You right? did do about three total hours. So I did an hour with Travis. I did, I mean, Mason in Ireland, I do half hour. That feels like an hour. I did an hour with you, or <laughs> yeah, almost an hour with you guys. I think you did more, actually, just, in the show. You know just what? Do something for me. 
when you invoice producer Greg, will yeah. you just give me a heads up? Because I just want to be what? there when Greg sees this invoice. Yeah, well, I've worked a lot in August, so I think I could slip it in. Okay. You know what? We'll, That's we'll funny. What was date? August the 29th. 20th. All right. Yeah. I'm going to put that on my invoice. <laughs> 829 invoice. I'm writing that down right now. You the, could just invoice it as the money meso. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do it, though? It's a bold no. move. You shouldn't because you said you were unavailable to work yesterday, which is why we... I was unavailable to work this show, 4 to 7, Lindsay. Okay, okay. But yeah, so, okay. Uh, you at like, hey, unavailable. Actually, you were scheduled to work the show, and then you changed it. Yeah, because I had to work uh, that media oh. workout. Okay, you know what's funny? Years ago, I mean, Beto, you remember this, because when you and I first uh, the met... The Circle says invoice. I, no, I'm sure the circle says invoice. Uh, this is one of those times where the circle is going to tell you yeah. exactly what you want to hear. Laura, when you do the podcast for tomorrow, make sure you delete this segment right here. Greg can't for hear today. this. Yeah, today. is this uh, Laura? Dump all this. Yeah, dump, yeah. just yeah. dump, just dump the first thing. twenty. This, this segment. Uh, Lindsay, meet you and I. I'll give you a cut, Lindsay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay knows when we get paid. She's like it's not that much. <laughs> When, when I was doing- Chewy when, can't even afford that right When there. Brian and I were doing the LA Times Lakers blog, yeah. we we were, the thing that we had set up for ourselves, we were given an in-season rate and an off-season rate. Okay. Like that's what the setup was when they first hired us. But then we came to realize with the Lakers, particularly like during Kobe's prime, oh, yeah. there's no such thing as an off-season. No, 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 no. Like no. there is no real off-season for the Lakers At when all. it comes to covering them. So one day we just said, you know what, let's invoice the on-season rate. This was like, I don't know, July. Like, let's just go in-season, see what happens. And because the LA Times was Dude. so unorganized. Dude. Nobody said a thing. We just gave ourselves a unilateral raise. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a bold move. Because it was bold. Hey. And paid off. If they pay it, they pay it. Right. It's the way we figured we it. Just, but, I mean, because we figured, we're, look, we're doing the work. Partic you know what? We might have decided this. We may have decided this the summer of Kobe's trade request. Oh, well, you were working every single we day, were, that day. I mean, we were working our asses yeah, off. Yeah, you were that working in Chicago. You were yeah, working we're in like, New York. You know what? You're working there everywhere. Re there really is no off season for this. And then, you know, the next season they go to the finals. The next yeah. season they win the championship. There's no off season with the Lakers. We're like, why are we invoicing like half the amount? We're doing the same amount of work. Yeah, you should unilateral you raise. Were, you know, you've earned it. You've earned it. And uh, as a guy who has a bunch of different salaries with a bunch of different people, sometimes I forget that this company pays me this, this company pays me that. If somebody somehow forgets that I'm only worth that and they mm -hmm. pay me double, then. Uh, who am I to say no? Who because they, argue? then they have to go cancel the check, right? And then they have to go reissue it's paperwork. a check. I, I'm thinking of you here. Exactly. I'm thinking of you here. All right, coming up, I'm going to tell you about my experience going to the Dodger game yesterday. Why they feel special this season? Why Briones might be willing to get traded to another show? All that and more. Bethel Duran, Andy Kamenetsky, in for Sedano and Cap. We're here till seven o'clock on seven ten ESPN. But Saturday. This is where you want to go. You want to go check out SC take on the Nevada Wolfpack. The Trojans took care of San Jose State. Now it's time for Nevada. They come to the Coliseum on Saturday. Listen for your chance to win a family four-pack to USC and Nevada from 710 ESPN. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Sedano and Cat, Bethel Duran, Andy Kamenetsky, and you on 710 ESPN. Yesterday, Andy, you saw me when you were working with Clinton Yates on my way to the Dodger game. Took Jorge Briones. Nice. All right. And Lindsay, are you there? Yes. Yes, you are. And I'm going to bring in Lindsay right now. Because before we get to my experiences at the Dodger game yesterday, how George, as I kept calling Big win. Big win, big win. Going around, had a good time. We saw the, the, the team just on fire, right? Kershaw, everybody, home runs, good times. But, Lindsay, I'm going to bring up what we talked about uh, this afternoon. Is that all right? Sure. All right. So, Lindsay Baseball, you know, I consider her a friend. Not just a work friend, but a friend. Her and I. She's no Morales. Exactly. Uh, so her and I have talked about going to a Dodger game. And mm-hmm. Lindsay's like a big baseball fan. We're good. We always talk about this and that. Our Gardos, we talk about who's on that team. We have a, you know, we're there. So Lindsay, I call her today, you know, a little show prep. And she's like, how come you never take me to a Dodger game? My answer, Lindsay, your show's till seven. Right. Am, am I okay not, with that? Am, yeah, am not I okay every day. It? Yeah. Okay. But I said, not every day. Sometimes we get off at 630. <laughs> okay. Also, there's other days where, you know. Okay. All right. Let's just let's just go with that. You get off at seven, Lindsay. Okay. All right? Okay. All right? She said, we could get there. Quick. Andy, exactly my reaction. No. I told Lindsay. No. Wait, don't lie. I did not say we can get there quick. I said it would probably take me like an hour to get there. No, you did not say an hour. I literally said said the last time I went to a game after the show, it was at 7 o'clock. You can Uh ask Brionis and Mason. I got there by 8 o'clock. So that was the 7 o'clock show. I got there by 8 o'clock. So I I misunderstood what you said then, all right? I apologize for that part. I thought you said quick. No. I said I could get there soon enough. (laughs) Depends on how you define soon enough. Right. Problem, though, with that, Lindsay, is, you know, if it's a 7-10 pitch, you get there by 8. The way there's the new baseball rules and they're speeding Mm, up the game, you're not there until, like, the sixth inning. You're right, but I did say we'll do it on a a day where I get off at 6.30. I could get in there by 7.30, and I'd be fine. 6.30. Could you leave downtown L.A., L.A. Live, and get to Dodger Stadium by 7.30, Kevin Esky. That's tough. Uber. Now, here's the thing. Right now, the way the Dodgers are going, there's 40-plus every single night. Yeah. There was 44,000 yesterday. That was the announced attendance. Mind you, on a bobblehead night. And it's also, I was telling Lindsay this, it's a Tuesday night or Wednesday night, whatever it is. Kids are back in school, and there's still a lot of people. That's why I went early with Brionis, because you know, we had we had you know movers and shakers. We had people to meet there. But if you're giving tickets at 6.30, Andy, and you're in downtown for a 7 o'clock game, you going? That's tough. I don't think I can make – that's rush hour on top of Dodger Stadium traffic. Yes. Now, are there still ever any 7.40 first pitches? No, like, Remember no, they no, used no. to do that? Wait, wait, what is this? Get to this century, guy. <sighs> Those were awful if you were covering, but for the if you were covering, if you were working, they were terrible. But for these purposes – 740 could be useful. No, no, no. It's a 710 first pitch. Okay. So I gave you a ticket. Say, hey, 630. Can you get to the 7 o'clock game? Mind you, you're going you're gonna to miss the first pitch. Would you even consider it? 
I mean, how many people really make it there in time for the first no, pitch no, but, anyway? Well, that's a good point, though. Everybody brought up now that the, the game has been sped up. By the time you get into your seat. That's my concern. It's not that I'm missing the first pitch. I'm worried I'm going to miss like the first three innings. Yeah. Yep. It used to be, nah, no problem. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. But now? You know what you need to do to make this happen, guys, is you pick one day where Lindsay and another producer switch shows. And that's the day that nah, Beto. No, nah, because then Mason, Mason and Ireland don't want her. <laughs> that's not true. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Come on. I'm saying what everybody's thinking. I did thinking. a show. I feel like I didn't say that. Time. I thought that. Yeah. I'm just saying, that would be the way you do this, oh. is a one-day swap. Or, Lindsay, you get there in the morning, switch Lin- with Emily. Lindsay Baseball. Switch with Emily. Lindsay Baseball, I got I've it. switched with Greg plenty of times. Lindsay Baseball. not that big of a deal. I got this. Mason wants to go to a Dodger game with me. We agreed that November tw- uh, September 12th, we're going to go see the Dodgers on a Tuesday, I believe. Mason in Ireland have their show. Mason's going with me after it. Let's go, Linz. Tuesday. You want me to take the day off? No, switch with somebody. Oh, okay. I'll Just switch with Greg. Greg. Yeah, yeah, switch. Greg switch. Let's go. And I'm going to pull a Mason because the day he stiffed me and he just left me hanging, now I'm going to bring Lindsay as my plus one. Oh! oh! Yes. Turning the tables. Yes. yes. Linz? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> there we go. Woo. That's it. And Mason, if Mason can't back out now, right? Mason ba- isn't usually the one to back out, though, is he? Uh, but if he backs out, it doesn't matter. You and I are going. Okay. <laughs> ah, there we go. All right, wait, Ma- Mace, wait. we need four tickets. I was going to say, wait, if I, if I if he doesn't back out, do I still get to go? Yeah, yeah, you're going no okay. matter what. Okay. Because I'm going to pull a cappy and say, hey, hey, King, can I get another ticket? I still think cappy is ducking Mace. <laughs> I think that is the reason Cappy hasn't been here. He's known for a few weeks that he was eventually going to do this to Mace, and he has just been ducking the guy. Cappy has basically not been here in the month of August. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence. You don't think so? I think he is 100% ducking Mace. Come on, man. You know, he has no remorse. I didn't say he had remorse. I just don't think he wants... He don't want that smoke? He doesn't want the smoke. He doesn't <laughs> want the confrontation. I think he's thinking... I go, I, I stay out of this studio long enough. I skip my own show long enough. Eventually, we'll have moved on to something else. Yeah, and uh, some people go on the weekend. I don't do weekends, man. Weekends with kids and soccer and stuff, there's no chance I'll go to, uh, I don't go anywhere on weekends. I don't play golf. I don't play anything else. Yeah, I'm not trying to do like work-related things on a weekend. Exactly. it's something like really big, like the softball game or the band. Exactly, you know? exactly. Um, but So yeah, yesterday, dude, it was a vibe, Andy. We walk in there. I take Brionis, right? Have him jump in the truck. We go. Like, George, boom, we're going here. Like, hey, how, how's the day at work? Cool, cool, cool. He's telling about Travis. He's telling about working in uh, uh, Sedano. He's telling about working with Ireland. And he's, like, telling everything there. So, George, I keep calling I call him George because I've known him forever. So, I'm going to call him George. Everybody calls him Jorge, but I don't even know who that guy is. But Brionis um, is telling me some tea on all the shows in a good way, you know, like he he, he ranked his people of words. Oh, ranked he them. He ranked them. I'm not gonna put his business out there, but let's just say that, hey, you know, there's, there's he likes where he's at. He really likes where he's at. Well, right he and, now. okay, he and Travis have history, so that helps. Like good history, they work together on the morning show, so that is an easy transition for Jorge to undertake because you know he spent years working with Travis and Key and LZ. Okay, so that makes the transition easier. Yeah. Happy where he is. You know what? He's also, though, he's kind of accomplished 
everything he can with Mason in Ireland. Like he's yeah. crushed the Mandy's every year. He's got yeah. all the hardware. What more is there left for Brionis to accomplish with Mason in Ireland? You might as well move on to a new show, take it up to your level with Mason in Ireland, and then eventually he moves on somewhere else. Yeah, so Brionis was good about that. So I had tickets yesterday. So my boy Hector Galvan hooked me up. I'm fantastic tickets. Second row, right next to the oh. dugout. We had uh, the right field. We had that baseline club. Food extraordinaire. Brionis, we walk in. I'm like, we, had, we even had the parking. My man Hector hooked us up with parking. He's like, Beth, I've never parked this close. Usually they send those. Like, George, come on. Let me show you how the other half lives here. Come on, guy. Wow. Me, in the When I got those tickets, I immediately asked Bergman in the morning, because Bergman's been in those seats with me before, so he knows how to behave. Then I asked Mason. Mason said, I was like, Mace, you want to hit, hit the Dodger game? Yes. Like, okay, do you want to meet at the station or go there together? Can't go tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Mace, right? Then uh, I was like, okay, who do I know that's in downtown already because I only have one ticket? Yeah, that can go. I saw Brionis here in the studio. Let's go. So Brionis went. Great. Get there. We go to the Baseline Club. He's like, how much is this? It's free. Just, Ooh. I took him right where the salads are at. He's like, oh, cool, salad. <laughs> Like, no, over here's the steak. Here's the conversation. Here's this and that. He had a good time. Carving steak. Oh, yeah. Ooh la la. I show my guy around. If you go with me, I show him around, man. He, he, he We had a good time. So he was there. I was like, hey, there's ice cream. He's like, hey, what about the hot dogs? Yeah, the Dodger dogs are free. Whatever you want. All the peanuts. We take everything. Bar, so I bought him a couple of drinks. He had his paloma, which, by the way, we're going to get into the drinks later on. But we had a good time. We sat there, sit there. And you know when you, you know that feeling when you, you know you're not sneaking into the good seats? You've done this many times, right? You snuck into the yeah. good seats, right? And you're waiting for somebody to tap you on the shoulder. Have you ever done when you're Well, walking? it's the imposter syndrome. Like, you yes. literally know in this case, uh, I, I am yeah. an imposter mm-hmm. representing that I have tickets this is all, for this all session. All I ever do is that. In right. Dodger Stadium, it's so easy to do. To get the $6 ticket and then come oh, back. Oh, yeah. That's my yeah. thing. I usually yeah. buy the $6 ticket and I go and sneak in. But I usually sneak to about, like, you know, the middle of the session. Like, like row. And? Well, you start <laughs> you start thinking about okay, how far can I push this? Yeah. I'm not going where the rope is at before anybody cares. Like, how far can I get myself down towards the field yep. before some usher actually might care? Right. Mm-hmm. So you see the rope and you see the usher. And like, Let me go ten rows back, and you sneak in. You sit down there, and you usually wait to the what fourth, fifth inning, because yeah. season ticket holders show up or there. They might be eating well, at the baseline yeah. club. I mean, by then, too, the ushers have essentially done their jobs exactly. getting people towards seats. They're not keeping track of everybody no, who's coming and going. But they know what's going on. Right. No, 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 no. I, I told Brionis, puff your chest out, my man. Follow me. We see the rope. I didn't even show the ticket. I just lifted my hand a little bit. Oh, yeah. They lift the rope. Oh, wow. That's what exactly Brionis said. Wow, they're not going to stop us. No, they're not going to stop us. Were there like trumpets oh. playing oh, yeah. in the background? Oh, yeah, trumpet was ready to wow. go. Wow. I'm like, see that? That's where we're going. And uh, you know that scene in Born East L.A. when Cheech comes across oh God, and he's bringing everybody with him? so long. That was me and Brionis. I'm like, come on, Brionis, I'm bringing you with me. Let's go. At that point, you were truly- Mind you, we had a bobblehead in our hand, too. He was all excited about the bobblehead. You were Tio Beto at this point. Oh. You were truly Tio Beto. I am Theo. I am Godfather. I am the one. And Brionis was like, hey, I've never been this close. I was like, I know. I know, I know, me. You know what you were, Padrona. <laughs> you were El Padrona. I had him. I had him ready to go. Sit down. We see. We sit second row. He's like, hey, that's the dugout. Like, yeah, that's the dugout right there. Hey, they're this close. First thing he says, whoa, Kershaw's big. Kershaw was warming up, and we saw Kershaw deal. Kershaw was on fire. I mean, he was struggling, but he's still on fire. But when you're that close, you haven't seen him. Freddie Freeman, huge dude. Briones, 
You know, usually when you go to games, you walk around, you find different seats. This is a Brianna just sat there the entire time like a buen niño. He knows how to behave, had a good time. Like he's like, there's a menu. But yeah, there's a menu. Order whatever you want. Order whatever Again. you want. <laughs> like you were this was like him. I think it feels like from Jorge's perspective. Yeah. This was like he was going to a game with a mafia don or <laughs> something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Pretty much. Like you're like, oh, it's all on the arm, kid. It's all, it's on, all the, on the arm. We got it. And he's like, hey, you want a drink? He's like, oh, like, don't worry about it. We got it. We got it here. Mind you, you got to pay for the booze, but he didn't know that. So I'm like, hey, we got this. We got this. Had the bobblehead. Now, did you did you pay for it in cash in a roll? Like in a gangster roll? No, but the guy next to me did. Nice. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You guys were in the Mafia Don yeah, section. Exactly. There was a couple uh, older gentlemen next to us who were complaining about Kershaw's pitch count and he wasn't throwing strikes. And Brian was like, they're really watching the game? I'm like, yes. Th when you're down low, you watch the game. When you're in left field pavilion bar partying, nah, you ain't watching no game. Different, right there. different, different, different Different game. world, man. Yep. You know, it, it's, uh, it's the way to do it. I don't know, I, I, but I ruined it for Briones. You can't go back with. Okay, the I was gonna say we should actually have Briones on <laughs> to like talk about like how changed of a man he is. So Briones, I told him, I was like, hey, wait a couple innings to start taking the pictures. Right, wait to start using your phone. You don't want to be the guy that shows up right away and uses the phone right away. You wait a little bit, act like you've been there before. Then he started taking pictures. He started sending it to Mason. Started texting to Travis. And he's like, oh, Travis isn't answering. You know, it's later. I'm like, I'll text Travis oh, right now. I'll text him right now. Don't, don't be a tourist, Jorge. Oh, exactly. I'll, I'll text him. Travis says, sweet seats. Then there's a guy that sits behind us that uh, went to high school with Travis and was like, oh, Travis doesn't give money back to Arcadia High School. Or he's like, oh, let me know. I'll tell him tomorrow on this show. All of a sudden, Jorge became very comfortable. All right, seventh inning stretch. I became that guy. You know, I have a tendency to be loud, and, you know, I know how I get, right? I, I, yeah, I, I know how I am. Seventh inning stretch, like, George, look up. You know that Dodger sign high above the stadium, way up on top where my cousin uh, Pepe has season tickets? I'm like, Brianna's, look up. We started up there. I'm like, see those people? The commoners. Keep it, Stay with me, kid. I'm never sending you back. It's the reverse of started at the bottom. <laughs> You actually, in this particular case, it started at the top. Yeah. Now look at us. I would just be a smart aleck saying the commoners, right? Or he's like, yeah, the commoners. <laughs> Again. He, he you, bought in. You created, over the course of nine innings, yeah. you created a monster. I I'm, I literally was expecting Brianna's to come in the day with hair slicked back, <laughs> you know, in a three-piece suit. Pinky ring. I, yeah, I was expecting him to come dressed like Morales. Okay, live <laughs> image in Brianna's. <laughs> exactly. Live Started at the top, Brianna. now we're here. Oh, yeah. And then he sent me a nice text afterwards. Thank you so much. We had a great time. Thanks to my man Hector Galvan for hooking us up. But, you know, I was like, Brianna's just happy that we had good parking. Like, he was like, this is the way to do it. Mind you, it, this doesn't happen all the time for me. Normally, I'm buying this $6 well, what ticket. This and does, it down. What this does is it just reinforces to you how much you normally spend when you do this. Oh, my goodness. Because I know the wheels were in were his head. The, yeah. The hamster was moving. When we took the, the peanuts, we took the hot dogs. He had that tentative, like... You're doing inventory. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. More on that on Brianna's night. The Dodgers, I got to figure out my drink for the golf tournament. Okay. I got to figure out if I'm kicking somebody out of my foursome. I got to figure out something that I need to do at my fantasy. There's a lot of stuff going on here, Andy Kamenetsky. We got a lot of things going on, and we're running out of time here. All right. You know what? What we got to do, though, 
is go to Hollywood Park Casino. That's what you have to do. The 10th Annual SoCal Hyundai ESPN LA Golf Classic is presented by Coors Light and Hollywood Park Casino next Friday at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. Special thanks to our partners, Islands, Lava Craft Cocktail Mixers, and Envo. And that's what the Dodgers are doing. Win, win, win. Sedano and Cat, Bethel Duran, and Andy Kamenetsky here till 7 o'clock. And they go down. So we're talking about how I went to the Dodger game yesterday. Second row. And I'm not bragging. I'm just bragging. <laughs> a little bit of bragging. Because, you know. A little bit. This is, uh, you know what was really cool about that was being able to take somebody like Briones who hadn't been there. Right, who works his ass yeah. off and is a great guy. And, and that's it. And, and just knowing, like, I knew taking Berg because I've taken Bergman in seats before, and he appreciated it, loved it. Um, Mason, I just wanted to sit there and watch a game with him. Travis wanted to watch a game with him and, like, pick their brains about baseball because the Dodgers are doing so well. And yesterday when Briona sat down, like, wow, Freddie Freeman's big. Like, yeah, he is. Because I, then I forgot that he hasn't been on the field with a credential like we have yeah. to. This is what we take for granted at times, I think, where we forget that we have access to these guys and that when you see Freddie Freeman, he's like six. Six, six, five, whatever the, exa- it is. the example that I've always given with this is covering Kobe for 10 years. Yeah. It only took like a season, maybe two, before Kobe didn't seem that big to me. Mm-hmm. He's almost a foot taller than me. Yeah. But after a while, like 6'6 six, six didn't seem that big. Like Derek Fisher, who was at least three, four yeah. inches taller than me, Derek Fisher felt like he was my height. Kobe felt like tall, but not like it started becoming like you needed to be Pow or Bynum or yeah. Shaq, Yao, before I'd be like, you damn, around, that did you ever get big. around Yao Ming? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's a mountain of a man. I never got used to how big Shaq was. Yeah. I never got used to it. No. But like, seriously, like Kobe, who was 6'6, like that yeah. is by any normal standard really tall. After a while, Kobe didn't seem that tall to me. It's like I ran into Sean Farnham on Sunday, coming back from another Florida. tall guy. Yeah, six seven, I think six seven, six eight. Um, ESPN college basketball analyst. He was in line because we had a connecting flight in Dallas. He was coming from Dallas. By the way, congratulations to him. His daughter Morgan has committed to play soccer at Rutgers. Oh, cool! So she's a goalie. Goes to Notre Dame High. She's committed to go to Rutgers. So congratulations. Yeah, to, Sean's good people. Yeah, to Morgan. Um, I see him in line. I'm like, damn, who got, that guy's tall. And I'm like, that's Farnham, six seven. Back to your point, we see six six, and we're like, eh, six seven, nah. But when you see those people that are that tall in normal public, right? Like, wow. Well, that's tall. part of it. It's like you know, I'm seeing Kobe and all these other Lakers around other really tall people. After a while, that sort of just becomes the baseline. Exactly. It just becomes that right there. So when li- listening to Brianna talk about it, like Freddie looks huge. Jason Hayward looks huge. Mookie comes around. And is dirty by the second inning. Doesn't look huge. Well, he's not huge. No. 5'10-ish, maybe? He's cut. Like, he's in yes. really great shape, but he's not big at all. And this Dodger team yesterday, by the, when we sat down, by the time we had our first drink sent to us, Homer, they're up, there's this and that. And it's just like, this was so much fun. I haven't been to a Dodger game in a long time as a fan where you just knew that they were going to steamroll somebody. They were going to beat them. Because that's what the energy's been like the last couple of months. And the last couple of months I've gone on a credential, so you're working and you kind of feel something. But when you sit in the crowd with a team like this, that's easier to root for. Not that the other teams from previous years weren't, but because they had so many stars, they had 
every expectation where they're going to be in the World Series, pencil them in, that's fine. This year, and I always go back to it, nobody picked them to win the West. No. If they were a wild card team, it would be a good year. Now, this Diamondback squad, who's fighting for a playoff spot, is 13 and a half games out. They were have won 13 of 15 coming in, and they get rolled. Look, it's a lot of fun when they surpass the expectations. Like this year, people expected this team to be good. Like they had no. too much talent to be bad. Yes. But the expectation, I know it was mine, was this would be the rare year the Dodgers don't win the NL West. Like I still thought, you know, they could be good, they could be a playoff team, but they're not going to roll the way they typically do. What has become clear is just they own this division. Dude. Like they own, they're not renting, they, they're not leasing, they own the damn division. And it doesn't seem to matter who else is out there, who else is on whatever team. And this year, like, collectively they've outperformed the sum of their parts, but I think it's also too. Kershaw and Mookie mm-hmm. and Freeman, like the three biggest the names on this team, those three guys have been great all year. The studs are doing it. And yesterday, you had the studs performing, but then Ahmed Rosario comes in later on in the game. And the Dodgers are rolling, so they took out their starters like in the sixth inning. And Rosario comes in, makes a fantastic play. Nice play. And again, from Briones. It felt like Briones was like an eight-year-old kid. Like, wow. It's like, he made that look easy. And he did. Like, Ahmed Rosario, who was having a terrible year in Cleveland, shows up and like, why this guy? His defense sucks. We know he can hit his defense. He's making plays for him. Every single move that they're making is paying off. And you have was it Tyson Miller came in yesterday, who was DFA'd by the Dodgers, uh, let go by the Mets, and then he comes back for the Dodgers' second stint, and he's pitching well. Dude, arguably the best move of the entire trade deadline was the Dodgers getting Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. Lance Lynn had not been good in the White Sox. Honestly, when I saw that the Dodgers traded for Lance Lynn, my first reaction was, wait, that Lance Lynn? Yeah, why? I was like, he's still in the league? That he's- Lance Lynn. But like you think about guys like him or Rosario or some of these other guys they've brought in, if you are on a bad team in baseball, mm-hmm. I think it's worse than being in, in any other sport on a bad team because baseball is the longest season. It's the hottest season. And if you are on a bad team in the Midwest, like in July, yeah. like as somebody who grew up in the Midwest, it's brutal. And like, you know, the, the Cardinals went on, a, you know, went on a fire sale. St. Louis is a great baseball town. Like, they truly love Yeah, they tell Cardinals. us they're a great baseball town. I know, I know. They're arrogant <laughs> as hell about it. But but, it, but it is a legitimately great baseball town. Yes, it town. is. It they is, love it. Is. But I'm sorry. I There is no amount of love that the city can project onto you that doesn't make you forget we are 17 games below 500 and it's 110 mm-hmm. degrees out mm-hmm. at 830 at night. Were, it's brutal. And for everybody's like, oh, well, they don't have any pitching right now. They're going to lose to this team. They're going to lose to that team in the playoffs. Well, the playoffs or whatever. I'm just talking about right now. If you still can, an opportunity to go check out a Dodger game. And I'm not, again, I don't work for them. I'm not trying to sell tickets for anything like that. Just go. And I'm not, you know me, I'm the most cynical, bitter guy when it comes to stuff like this, the nostalgia stuff when it comes to this. Something feels special at Dodger Stadium right now. It's, yeah, they're winning. But when you walk in, and this is what I noticed, and I told Brianna yesterday, like fans are getting here even earlier. Well, Mind this, you, it's a bobblehead night, but they're getting there earlier. And I noticed that a couple weeks ago when I went with Bergman. I noticed a couple of weeks ago when I took my my son. Like 
there's something here. Well, this is why it's believable when Dave Roberts said a few weeks ago that this is his favorite team he's managed with the yeah. Dodgers. They're not the best team he's managed, not like by no. a long shot. But I can understand why this is his favorite. Like, this is the team mm-hmm. that has endeared themselves the most to Roberts. Yeah. It's believable. I can see it. I can definitely see that. That's Andy Kamineski. I'm Beth Duran. We're in for Sedano and Cap till 7 o'clock. Still, still to come. I got to figure out who to kick out of my golf foursome, maybe? And I got to figure out if I'm going to sell messy tickets or not. All that on, more on 710 ESPN.